Chapter thirteen of On Virginity De Virginitate by Saint Ambrose, translated by Albany J. Christie. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Virgin must watch her heart, her eye, her ear, her tongue. For who but Holy Church can teach thee how to retain Christ? Yea, she hath already taught thee, if thou wilt only hear her. She says, It was but a little that I passed from them, that is, from the persecutors, the evil powers of this world. But I found him whom my soul loveth. I held him, and would not let him go. Canticles 3, 4 How then is Christ held? Not by chains of violence, not by tightened ropes. He is bound by the ties of love, by spiritual cords, by affection of the heart. Wouldst thou too retain Christ, seek him perpetually, fear not punishment, fear not torments? Nay, thou mayest more surely find Christ when in the hands of persecutors. It was but a little, says the church, that I passed from them, but I found him whom my soul loveth. No sooner shalt thou have passed from the persecutor's hands, that is, no sooner have so resisted the powers of the world as not to fall under them, than Christ will meet thee, and will not suffer thee to be long tempted. Then may the virgin who thus seeks Christ and finds him say, I held him and would not let him go, until I had brought him into my mother's house and into the chamber of her that conceived me. Canticles 3, 4. What is thy mother's house and her chamber but the secret chambers of thy inward nature? Keep carefully this house, cleanse the inner rooms of this house, that it may be uncontaminated and, unsoiled by the filthiness of a corrupt conscience, may grow up into a spiritual house joined together by the cornerstone, into a holy priesthood and dwelling of the Holy Ghost. No maiden who thus seeks Christ and thus entreats him shall be abandoned by him. Nay, far otherwise, he will often visit her, for he is with us even unto the end of the world. Thou hast heard, Christian maiden, how Christ is found and retained. Even he who is the church's words, put in his hand by the hole of the window, Canticle 5.4, by which window is meant, that eye of the mind, that spiritual sight, through which we see the works of Christ. And thus, O virgin, let Christ come to thee. Through this window let Christ put his hand to thee, and let the love of him, the word, displace all other, and alone possess thee. If thou wouldst have him do thus, prepare thyself, cleanse the windows of thy soul, and let no dust of sinful acts obscure them. Let not a virgin's eyes exhibit aught offensive or corrupt. Far from them be soft, unchastened blandishments, far from them the languishing allurements which separate from Christ. Nor let the ear, framed to receive holy instruction, be made a means of vanity. Why should a Christian's virgin's ear be pierced to carry brilliant pendants? It needs no meretricious ornaments. The only one is she seeks is this, to hear and listen to the wholesome precepts of her teachers. Learn, too, in the night-time, that is, in the darkness of this world, to keep thy door, even the door of thy lips, closed to all save Christ. Yea, let him, too, when he cometh, open it until he call thee. Is it not written, A garden enclosed is my sister, my spouse, a spring shut up, a fountain sealed? Open not thy lips to vain gossiping. Nay, 
speak not on holy things unless with Christ, for what hast thou to do with others? Speak with Christ alone, with him only hold converse. If women are commanded, as it is written, to keep silence in the church, how much more are virgins and devout widows? The enemy of chastity is ever in wait to take advantage. A casual word may drop, which thou wouldst fain recall. Had the door of Eve's lips been kept by her fast closed, she had not given answer to the serpent's questions, and Adam had not been deceived. Death come in by the window. Jeremiah 9.21 By the mouth of Eve. Even so, by the mouth, death comes in, if thou speak either falsely, immodestly, wantonly, or unseasonably. Let then the doors of thy lips be closed, the threshold of thy voice be barred, then only to be unfastened when thou hearest the voice of God, and the word of God speaketh to thee. And so shall thy hands drop with myrrh, and thou shalt smell the fragrancy of baptismal grace. Dead with Christ to the elements of the world, buried with him, and wound in spices, thou shalt also rise with him from the dead. Why are your maxims still as though living in the world? Touch not, taste not, handle not what it has to offer, things which, while they are being used, tend to corruption. Colossians 2, 20, 21, etc. Chastity has not in common with corruption. Bury, therefore, all worldly and fleshly cares. Ye who are risen with Christ, seek those things that are above, where Christ is. And if ye seek Christ, ye see God the Father, for Christ sitteth at the right hand of God. The virgin that seeks Christ must shun the gaze of men, avoid the public streets and crowded walks. Let not her voice be shrill, let her gait be stayed, herself unheard, unseen. The apostle would have your converse all unearthly, yea, rising on spiritual wings almost beyond your nature, upwards to heaven. Set your affection, he says, on things above, and not on things on the earth. And, for that this cannot be while ye are yet imprisoned in the flesh, and the soul, while the body lives, is still bound any measure by its law, and cannot rise freely heavenwards, the holy apostle adds, For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. If hid with Christ, let it not appear to the world, for Christ also is to the world dead, and lives to God. Thus hast thou seen how Christ would have thee desire him. Not with vain talking mayest thou unclose thy lips, but to him alone. And when thou hast opened to him, he passeth through to the secret chambers of thy heart, and thy soul shall fail when he speaketh. Canticles 5.6 Fail and find in the world no stay, but abide in Christ and rest in him. End of chapter 13